0: Disclaimer! No longer matters who's crazy and who's not. The world is on fire and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we are all in this together. Questions and comments from anyone on any topic are welcome, so long as everyone is having fun. Life is short and nobody gets out alive, so be kind and let's have some fun. Welcome to Morning Coffee with the Lions Pride. Here's your host, Cassidy Lightling. Hello, and welcome to Coffee Time with the Lion's Bride, with your host, Cassidy Lightwing, the Lion. And I am Kristen Harding. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, guys. So, yeah, we, are gonna, we, we, we have an interesting show today. It's uh, very, very uh, self-effacing for Cassidy. <laughs> but first, before that, I'm, I'm totally not buying time for myself. First comment of the, of the day goes to Dee with Hi, Cass, followed by Kevin with Monday Sucks Donkey. Drack. It's stocky. Drac is what he said. Sure. Followed by Shannon Boomgard with Hi, guys. And then uh, Susie with Hey, everybody. And then finally, we got Candace Fowler with Hello, friends. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. So the first fam- the family update is also kind of the whole first half of the show. No politics or current events. Thank God, right? So as many of you know, it was Char's 13th birthday. And we didn't have enough money to do much because everything is going into the move but a couple of uh, a couple of you said you know sent sent a donation said this is for sure birthday you know who you are they rem- wish to to remain nameless you know how much i love to thank people and they're like nah nah we want to watch you fumble on screen i'm like you guys suck
0: they're angels <clears throat> they're angels.
1: angel no no not the angels somebody different
0: oh extra angel mm-hmm. like they're and- the chariot?
1: yeah probably cherubs can be mischievous and they're like "Yeah, no, we want to watch you fumble so all right here we go thank, <laughs> thank you you me. know who you are yeah. so we were able to get char her number one uh list her, her number one um uh wish list item on yeah. steam thank you which is raft now raft is kind of like minecraft in that there's no story, there's no plot. You gather stuff to build stuff, and then you build stuff to gather stuff. I don't get the appeal, but a lot of people love these games. So, hey, you know what? It's birthday. That's what she wants to do. That's what she wants to do. So I'm mm-hmm. to click it up and look it up, and it's a game about being stranded in the middle of the open ocean.
0: Wow.
1: My daughter's a sadist, folks. That you're not going to convince me she didn't pick that on purpose.
0: Done it, done it. Mm-hmm.
1: You dun see, I have. Oh, don't do that. Oh, I can't see. Shannon will drag me to movies like, uh, like uh, uh, the Meg and Deep Blue Sea just to watch me in my seat going. Ugh. I
0: love movies like that.
1: Now, if you're at home going, but Cass. You said your first science was marine biology. Yes. Yes, it was. And I was in the middle of uh, of uh, college for marine biology when I developed philosophobia. Now, I agree with a lot of you. Philosophobia is not a phobia. You see, a phobia is an uh, unreasonable fear. And it's very reasonable to be afraid of the deep ocean. Yes. But not when you're in a video game
0: it's Whoa. just a story it's not real no it's no just
1: a story it was real it was real i was i was out there i was transported to the ocean and find myself adrift on on this thing with uh, with nothing but a hooky thing that i don't know how to use and another person with a hooky thing and she doesn't know how to use. So we got two hooky things but we don't know how to use them oh man oh it was terrifying and Char was laughing the entire time. So, uh, so thank you to the creators of Raft and to Steam for, for, for providing the first video game which ever made me fear quit within 30 seconds. Because <laughs> I, I fell off the Raft and learned that the Raft drifts away from you. And I'm like, no, Raft, come back. And then I made the mistake of looking down. Don't look down. You look down. And the inky blackness mm-hmm. of the of the brainy deep looks back. Don't no, be, no it was not a baby shark. It was a papa shark. And just when I thought the fear couldn't get any worse. Now mind you, this is all happening in the space of like a second. So just when I think the fear can't get any worse, this shark comes up out of the black and bites my toes and runs away.
0: No. Ulta F four. Nothing worse than getting your toes nibbled. Ooh.
1: Yeah, just something
0: when you're swimming, there's not supposed to be things nibbling on your toes.
1: No That's toe nibbles. Not sharks. No, no toe nibbles. It's mm. mm. just something about the way it bite, bit me and ran away was just extra creepy, like a spider skittering across your keyboard that spells right? help me. But, you know, we'll leave that for later. Uh, so, yeah, it was... Uh, <clears throat> meanwhile, Char, you, I can, we could can hear her laughing from the other room Ray can hear me screaming from the room where Char's laughing, and it's just, wow. <laughs> and unfortunately, it was all recorded.
0: <laughs>
1: Ray's watching, and I would like to say, Ray, please be kind to me in the edit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not exactly. Candace is right there, not on the toes. Hmm. Kevin says, if I knew you were ranking the comments, it would have been more profound. Ah, dude, well, now you know. That's that's a good reason to come back and make comments. Now, in all seriousness, folks, the comments actually help us out a great deal. It increases what's called engagement, and uh, that's why I, I will frequently say, hey, guys, can if you heard, if you can hear me say banana, It's. I also want to know if you can hear me, but it's also a sly trick to get another couple of points of engagement. Ha-ha.
0: Really? Right. <laughs> Well, I have watched plenty of videos where they actually pause the video and say, please press like and subscribe to our channel to continue watching the video. We don't do
1: that. Right. Uh, Mostly because we can never remember. Well, I can. I'm sure you're probably in there going, this is probably a good time to say that. But you're very kind to Cassidy. You don't say nothing. But so, yeah, please like and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube.
0: Well
1: done. Yeah. So that being said, we are we are, we are in the process of recording the first the first uh, you know gaming with Char video. It's, it's so far we have see we have uh, footage from a couple of different games. I I don't like the raft footage. I I don't like this plan. Um, I'm not happy to be a part of it. <laughs> the funny thing is, is as we were, I, I was sitting there and Ray was helping me get it set up. And I'm like, they have gamified my worst nightmare. And Ray puts his hand on my shoulder all comfortingly. He goes, cast dad. That's just one of them. And I'm like. No. And he goes, oh, yeah. I'm like, no. Oh, God. This is not going to be fun for me, but it'll probably be fun for you guys. So I'm going to do it. Ray has already decided Subnautica is next.
0: <laughs> oh, and put some more tomatoes on that pizza.
1: <laughs> hey, that wasn't our fault. That was Pizza Hut's fault.
0: <laughs> oh dear.
1: So yeah, everything is going very, very, very well. Um now Shar is having a bit of an issue. I'm just letting you guys know for so you see so you get them prayers. It uh her the entrance to into her body where the drive line goes in is uh slightly infected. Not terribly infected. The team has been on it they they took a look at it we took pictures you know they they, the the little the her vad has a like a little life sign readings in there which i like to imagine a little minister data like but we that's probably not the case either way so they're checking all the life signs and everything and and it's okay it's mild we're keeping an eye on it but it's still there so please keep the prayers coming
0: i go to inner (gasps) space
1: oh oh yeah Okay, so we need volunteers um, for a uh, – you're going to get in a garbage can, and we're going to shrink it.
0: <laughs> Honey, I shrunk the kids again.
1: <laughs> I love that series. Mm. That last one was kind of eh, but
0: – I think I saw two. I don't know if there were more. I didn't see them.
1: Uh, there were more that were straight to straight to video. Not DVD, folks. Video.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that good, huh?
1: Oh, no, Ray, you suck. He says, in Subnautica, you have to die. Just talking about it has given me the heebie-jeebies. In Subnautica, and that is, by the way, not anymore a racial slur. It used to be, by the way. It used to be a racial slur for Jews.
0: Yeah, that's I, I seldom say it because I thought it still works.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. It, it doesn't have the impact anymore. The the teeth have been taken. He so, so Ray says in Subnautica, you have to dive deep into the ocean to uncover the mystery of the planet. Spoiler alert: you play the good guy. Well, that's good. That's good. Ray's also neglecting to mention that the added uh, there's an added level of um, fear because you're the only human there. There is no rescue coming. It's com- <laughs> You are complete in isolation, and it is. I've been watching videos to prepare. Nothing can prepare you. Oh dear. You... Hey, Christopher. Oh, you save the planet. Okay, yeah, I could, I could brave, I could brave to save a planet. I could do that. He's lying. He can't. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, Candace says I would be okay with a submarine, but on top of the water is fine, even in the water, but not deep under. Yeah, I just, yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'll tell you I what.
0: Up, I grew up in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. We were water babies from the time we were little ones. We all knew how to swim. But we had our limits and we'd only go to a certain spot. But there were rumors of the Lake Geneva monster.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Ogopogo, I think is what's called, right? I
0: don't know exactly what the name is. It, uh, To me, it is not just fiction so we i mean we we just believed in it like we believed in puff the magic dragon you know mm. looking back i'm i'm not sure but it is deep enough to support some sort of ancient life
1: yeah um you all know my problem with names but if lake geneva is the place i'm thinking of the conditions there are actually remarkably similar to the conditions in uh lockness and biologically speaking, if the latest information on Loch Ness turns out you know, is actually true, what we're looking at is a species of massive eel, which okay. also could live in Lake Geneva very <clears throat> easily and never be discovered.
0: We thought it might be a Pleiadesaurus or something like that that somehow managed to survive or evolve. <clears throat> it was just conjecture when we were kids. Hey, what kind of dinosaur do you think we got living in there, you know?
1: Okay, just, just for, for, for the uh for the dinosaur for the dinosaur enthusiasts in the in the it's Plesiosaurus. That being said, I'm gonna draw Pleiadesaurus. That's happening now. Um yeah, Pleiadiosaurus I imagine is a kind of theropod, a plant-eating theropod. Yeah. Which means two feet.
0: It's P L E D and P L not P L E I.
1: Uh the the for the dinosaur or the, the Pleiadians?
0: Well, I know how to spell Pleiadian.
1: No, for the dinosaurs, it's just Plesiosaur. Okay. But I Pleiadiosaur, corrected. I like it.
0: I stand corrected, but you have to remember, I said syrup instead of Syrup. And lethargic instead of Lethargic. And yeah. there were a few others because I had read them in a book.
1: Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I, yeah, never never make fun of somebody for getting a word wrong because they learned it by reading, especially in the modern day. And I, 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 one of my favorite examples of this will always be when Shara started playing Fortnite with us and she learned the value of the, and I'm quoting her, snipper riffle. Sniper rifle? Sniper rifle? Yeah. yeah so you get sure i'll call it up. give me the snipper riffle i've got a shot oh my god i love it oh i love it mm. so yeah christopher says long time no see that's very very true christopher um most of Apolime's friends have stopped talking to me so thank you i appreciate it um i pronounced her name wrong again that used to be a joke and then i, then I forgot how to pronounce it properly you me? yeah Okay. Raymond points out that Subnautica is actually an environmental masterpiece. Uh, that's what I've read. So that's that's kind of what's going to make it worth it. But we're still going to get some laughs at my expense. Uh, oh, Thomas, that's, oh, I like that. Hakuna Agartha, <laughs> such a wonderful place. Hakuna Agartha. Ain't, wait, wait. Ain't no crypto place, it means no worries for the planet's days. Hakuna Agartha, good one, Thomas.
0: Where would we be without our audience? Lost and adrift.
1: I'm missing a cue here and I don't and I, and I don't know what it is.
0: Lost in time, lost in space,
1: and meaning.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah, okay. I'm drawing a complete blank. Oh my god.
0: At the end of Rocky Horror Picture Show, there's this there's a song called Superhero. I knew
1: it. I knew it. And it's my favorite one from, from that song from that from Rocky too.
0: I've done a lot. God knows I've tried. To find the truth, I've even lied. But all I know is down inside I'm bleeding. Right?
1: Yeah. Please. And superheroes
0: come to feast. To taste the flesh not yet deceased. And all I know is still the beast is feeding.
1: Feeding.
0: Right? There's some truth to that song.
1: Oh yeah, that song is way deep. No wonder it got cut.
0: Mm-hmm. You only hear just a few of the notes at the very end when the fog comes in, and they're lifting back to transsexual Transylvania.
1: Yeah. It's almost like they left the deepest song out so that the rest of the rest of them of the uh, play would be. Seen as silly on the big screen, on the big screen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it really ties the whole point together, you know. And it, the the movie really is a lot more than just people prancing around with their underwear.
0: Oh heavens, yes! They name all of the stars on all of the famous movies that were out of the time. Oh yeah. In fact, I I was joking and I I was emulating riffraff at the very beginning when he is doing um, Lips and I started singing it to my grandmother and she's like, what did you just say? She goes, those are all the stars of the silent screen. And and just a little beyond then, she's like, that's what I grew up with. <laughs> oh my gosh, Grandma. So then I had to see these movies, you know?
1: That's a pretty good motivation, actually. Mm-hmm. Thomas says superheroes come to beast. How is that in the same sentence? Well, basically the whole movie is about, is essentially about the conflict between the id, the ego, and the superego. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in that context, I think I, I believe, and I could be wrong, I and mean, Christian's probably a better one to answer this, but I, I think what it's referring to is how it, essentially superheroes require, they, they need disaster. You know, superheroes need conflict. Otherwise, they're just a guy, you know. And guy is a neutral sexual thing. This is a guy. Like, come here, you little guy. I'm going to drink you. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, Candace says, my instructor called me Magneta. Magneta is a nickname. I believe it. That would totally be us. And Christopher there has posted an interesting link, and a lot of you saw it. And those of you who are watching Ephraim later saw it too. Bro, and this is going to sound like I'm talking down to humans and I'm not. But don't go messing with the seals. It's not your place. Uh, There is a reason why that uh, they used to put you to death for telling regular people about the seals. Even within the orders like the Masons, the Illuminati, whatever. Whatever secret or you can imagine there's a reason why they why the seals were amongst the most verboten of subjects your species can't handle it you're not built to be able to handle the energy it's kind of like uh, at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark you know the reason why the Nazis and, and whatnot and the reason why Indiana Jones was like don't look Marion it's not because like spirits come out and specifically kill humans It's that your species cannot handle the energy influx it's why you die if you touch the ark it's why you die if you see the face of of an angel you know it's just it's why your head explodes if you learn everything all at once i mean it's just you can't the the neural load is too much it basically biochemically overload Mm -hmm. now mind you i'm in that category too so i'm not talking down to anybody all right we all of us because we're all stuck in biological bodies we're all stuck in that same category just don't mess with the seals so anyway
0: we're not talking aquatic animals either are we
1: or or R&B singers
0: (laughs) there's a green tower along the sea
1: you became the light on the dark side of me Oh, I love that song.
0: So
1: do I. Uh indeed, Candace, the etheric body is completely capable of it. And that's why, you know, all of the various uh, uh mystical belief systems share the same idea of moving on to the next, you know, level of enlightenment. Your etheric body can touch this stuff, and that's the point. You gotta you gotta let your ethereal body do this stuff, not you know what I mean?
0: Your Light body, body,
1: soul, higher self, whatever you want to call it.
0: Not your corporeal, corporeal body.
1: Exactly.
0: Hmm. Have you I have I asked you this? Have you astral traveled and seen the cord?
1: I've seen other people with a cord, and other mm-hmm. people have remarked when they astral travel to me, like, you ain't got a cord! But.
0: You don't um, need one.
1: Yeah, I'm given to understand that people usually can't find their way back to their bodies when astral traveling without a cord. But I can't astral travel, so I wouldn't know. You know, I'm not psychic. So uh, Christopher says the death seals were put on us back when the genetic manipulation started. They're what keeps our DNA from activating automatically. That is a common misconception, and this is where people call me arrogant. Um, The death seals were not placed on you with it with during genetic manipulation you guys are completely misunderstanding all of it it's kind of like when the way you, you think that this is a prison planet because there's a barrier out beyond the solar system no the you, you guys put the barrier up to keep other other entities out okay i should say your ancestors but
0: it's a perception sa- filter there's nothing yeah. to see here please please drive through mm
1: mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's similar thing with the seals. They were placed, but it's they're placed around the same time, but not. It's got nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? So it, the seals. You have to be able to understand fifth dimensional physics, it is to even understand them. You, what you guys see as seals are actually infinitely complex locking mechanisms, basically. So yeah. Christopher says, humans used to live hundreds of years. Very, very true. Very, very true. In the age of Atlantis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, in the age of Atlantis, the the human, uh, what you would call hominid sapiens sapiens was a completely different looking thing. You know, you had different shaped heads. You know, it, it was, yeah. Very, very, very beautiful, actually. Uh, if, you wanna, if, you wanna good, if you want a good visualization, check out, ironically enough, uh, the first Star Trek movie, complete with the little crystal uh, on the forehead,
0: mm. the bald chick. Cool. Yeah.
1: It was a pretty wild age, and uh, it's. I mind you, I have no memories of this. As I read about it, and from my people, I wasn't there. My my first knowledge of this world is if you were to track it chronologically it would probably be ancient Egypt so mm. all right well I'll get a chance I'll, I'll go ahead and read the link uh, Christopher because I could be misunderstanding and making assumptions about the video and be wrong you got to remember folks whenever you make an assumption you make an ass out of you and umption
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> sorry that's a Sam Jackson line <laughs> The real sure. thing is,
0: it comes from something else.
1: Would you please care to say the original line for us?
0: Well, I saw it on The Odd Couple, way back a million years ago. Never assume because it makes an ass out of you and me.
1: Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Raymond. So, yeah, I could be I could be making an ass out of myself here, Chris, and assuming that it's talking about something that it isn't. So I will absolutely check it out. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean I wouldn't check it out. I'll be better about communication in the future. I'm learning. Special thank, thank you, you to my therapist. Hmm? Special thank you to my therapist, Monica. If you're watching, thank you for everything. Oh, my God. Thank you. <coughs> oh and special thank you to 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 our social worker amber for being the first person in my life to actually say do you know how aggressive you look right now (laughs) literally the first person in my life i'm like no and i just like sat down and that's when she goes okay now i can again understand what's going on so thank you didn't
0: see the fire coming out of your eyes and the steam coming out of your ears or anything like that no not you
1: no, yeah, I'm completely rational all the time. I
0: you know. <laughs>
1: monster, monster doesn't sponsor liars. <laughs> so yeah, the um, it gets interesting because that age was a transition between species, you know, which is why you know, there's so little of Mu left, but one of the only things that's left is the, is the uh, one-horned priests. So whenever someone comes at me and says, well, yeah, you you were in an Aegis? Well, I was in Mu. Okay, who were the one-horned priests? The what? That's what I thought. Most people only know Mu because it was mentioned that Mu is older than Atlantis, so they'll tell you, oh, yeah, well, I was from Mu. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. You that's- know?
0: Out of time, um, we've talked about this because Lemuria and Mu are similar but different. Like, um, I don't know, like New Amsterdam and New York, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: New Amsterdam, would, and the reason I say this is because eventually New Amsterdam evolved into New York
1: right and just like eventually evolved into lemuria
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it, it's you know the, the it is very apropos of an analogy you know but people often people will also often think that lemuria predated uh predated atlantis and it didn't it was just in a different part of the world it was a radically different part of the world you know so thomas says boo forget work Oh no no it's boo for get work different kind of boo. Is how about labor for the Lord of Hosts? Well all you all you gotta do for the Lord of Hosts is just like and subscribe. Yeah oh, I'm wait, embracing this whole Lord thing.
0: <laughs> it's a little sacrilegious
1: organic. No 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 because no, no, I am a landed lord and I got ten feet of land. That was the wind blowing the door shut by the way in case you guys heard that
0: <laughs> I thought it was a mic drop no um... that was
1: the no it's a really windy day and we're four floors up no it's okay it's okay it's all right that was shannon apologizing uh beth says wasn't the the physical expression of divine and feminine and atlantis was divine masculine actually bam right on uh yeah. that's quite exactly what uh what the situation was that's it. damn
0: Um, I've also said that Lemuria was more like Greece and Atlantis was more like Rome.
1: That I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know the only reason I know a lot of this stuff is is not from channeling or, or memories or anything like that it's just from basically I, I used to speak Greek my, my father insisted that i be multilingual before I even hit before I even hit high school and so one of the things I did was I actually looked looked up and and did it back when you had these things called libraries which stacked okay. the corpses of trees together to teach the people knowledge
0: sorry hey,
1: but when I saw you know, one of the things that my father made sure I had access to is the best libraries in the, in the uh, New York, New Jersey area. So that's some pretty good libraries. Yeah. So I looked up and read everything I could that Plato said about Atlantis. And what I found was some a lot of common mistranslations, you know? So when he's, you went know, every granted, he didn't write much, you know, but there's some drift. So like when he says that Lemuria was another place, people think it meant another time. No, it was another place. Okay. Now, what's also cool is if you can, if you if you can translate this stuff, or you know what you're doing, or at least can operate Google Translate, you can look up what Plato's teacher said about Atlantis, because everything we know about Atlantis comes from Plato, but everything he knew comes from his teacher Ptolemy. I can't remember how to spell Ptolemy. I just remember it spelled really E-T-O-L-E-M-N-E, weird.
0: E-T-O-L-E-M-N-E, I think.
1: There you go. Thomas is the Cassidy of hosts. I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> and then Thomas is at home, and it turns out it's actually uh, he's actually Al Pacino going vanity, my favorite sin. Anyway,
0: Ooh. Devil's Advocate much? Tatanka?
1: A <clears throat> little bit. No, I'm, I'm I'm joking with you, Thomas. Raven says four floors up in the mountains above sea level, a mile above sea level point of fact, with an active volcano and a blackjack and hookers. Yeah, pretty much. That 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 describes Colorado. So yeah. Hmm.
0: Well now I know. I was going on the John Denver version.
1: Yeah, that's the version I go on. I did Ray's going on the on the Futurama version. <laughs> Now, with me, see, whenever, when I hear, you know, when, I, oh, okay, I'm going to do this without crying, I promise. When I hear John Denver going, West Virginia, Mountain Mom. Mm, I know. I hear Colorado, Colorado, Mountain Mom. It's probably because that's, the, my mom probably sang it to me that way when I was a little kid. You all know my, my parents were musicians. My mother would sing in, like, professional level, sing to me. So I'd, I'd get John Denver going to sleep, whatever. So she probably was putting, that's probably why I was here that way, is she probably said Colorado, because we were in Colorado.
0: My well, moms do change the...
1: Uh, okay, we're, the, we're getting a little the, bit of... The music. All right, we're back. We had a little bit of... uh...
0: Mom had a right to change the words in the music.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's mom.
0: Even in in the prayer that I taught my children, instead of the scary part of now I lay me, we kind of just changed it up a little bit. So instead of saying now I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Mm -hmm. We said... Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. Your love will guide us through the night and bring us to the morning
1: light. Can you write that down for us so we can put it on like a poster or something? <laughs> no, I mean it. This it takes is our all the
0: fear away.
1: Yeah, know? I like that. Because there should be no fear of death. I've never understood mm-hmm. why, you know, like as the bow breaks, the cradle will fall why are you singing this to a baby right they can't understand yes yes they can they're listening they've been listening since before birth And, it's the and, same I, and brain ray proves go it by the it. way what was that
0: that's the same brain they're going to go to college with mm-hmm. don't think it doesn't record everything maybe not in the conscious mind but definitely in the subconscious
1: and Ray corrects me. But he said hook. He said hookahs, not hookers. <laughs> My mind may be in the gutter a little bit. Um, this may come as a shock to you guys. I am Lily White and Virginal. Um, that's actually more Fish Billy. But you know, yeah. Thomas says totally true imprints. Yeah, and, and again, Ray's proved that. I think I've told the story online before, but when Ray was born, there were incredible complications. Uh, Shannon actually didn't dilate more than seven uh, centimeters the whole time, so Ray was born half dead, uh, more than half dead actually. The doctors, mm-hmm. yeah, it was bad. The doctors were—I'm not meaning to skip over that for you for you women. I'm just trying not to dwell on it for you ladies. <laughs> but
0: um, fine, you made it, so tell the story.
1: So yeah, we they were trying. The well yeah, he's here. So it's but so they, they were trying to revive him. They tried everything. They literally poked his feet till they were bloody. And if you've if you've had a kid, you know what I'm you know, they have lots of methods and he was not reviving and they were ready to call it and uh, I finally I don't remember exactly what I said, but it was something scary and they got the hell out of my way. And I leaned in really, really close and I purred for Ray. And his eyes Flew open. He was like, ah! and he started sh- screaming, not baby crying, screaming. And you could tell, like everybody in the room could tell, he was tr- screaming. Where the fuck were you? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, that was cool. took
0: me so long? Mm-hmm. Where well, have you been?
1: Yeah. Well, I would lean on Shannon I would lay on Shannon's belly and purr and purr and purr and just, you know. You know, and just it's easy to purr when you're leaning on a pregnant woman's belly, I'm sorry. And and special apologies to any pregnant women I've purred at. I did not mean it sexually. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, your your baby learns. To, is learning to speak. They they they're not learning to form the words yet, but they're listening in the womb. You know, they can li- they can understand you at birth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they just can't speak back. Right?
0: Yeah, my son's eyes spoke volumes. I knew he was an old soul, and I knew he was going to give me a hard time from minute one.
1: <laughs> we love you, Christopher.
0: <laughs> oh. Happy news on that front. Um, grandchild is going to have to wait just a little while longer because Oh, thank God. Developed. Yay! We prayed and prayed and prayed. It's too early. It's, yeah. Uh, 32 weeks and we want a few more. So
1: Yeah, that cake needs to ready, bake a little longer.
0: Right? Even though they were ready with the steroids and everything, it it's still like no. Lord, we just need a little more time in that easy bake Golden.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Candace actually has a really good point. Um, speaking more completely, more accurately, annotations are learned in the womb. The associations are learned outside the womb. Candice, that was a very good point, and thank you for the correction. See, guys, I don't mind being corrected, and that's how you know I'm not a cult guy. I learn from you as well. Is that you know? Yeah, intonations.
0: Okay. Perfect. I agree.
1: Yeah. So yeah, they understand. Yeah. <clears throat> so again, always, folks, feel free to correct me, okay? And again, that's how you know we're not cult. We're not cult guys. Cult guys don't allow you to correct them. They're always right. They're always the only answer. Whereas we learn from you just as much as you learn from us. Probably more. Mm-hmm. Well, in my case, it's mm-hmm. definitely more. But uh, and. Oh my god. Oh, oh Candace. Wet. Candace uh, Okay. Thomas says your purr is a is a tune when, is a turn on when it comes to empowerment and Candace says it's a purr on. <laughs> 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 oh, okay,
0: I'll, I'll accept got that your one. On.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, your babies are listening and even, even if they don't exactly know what a car is, they can hear your, your tones and, and, you know, they understand more than you think. Oh well, yeah. So, which brings us to uh, just like a little bit, and this is where I think that we should be looking for as far as when life begins. I not mentioning the A word, you know, What if life begins when the consciousness starts? At what point does that happen? You know what I mean? Like, just, I'm not talking, this has nothing to do with the A word. This has everything to do with just life and consciousness, okay? Get the A word out. This is not political.
0: I can give you my opinion if you'd like. Sure.
1: Well, obviously.
0: I believe it starts with the first breath. Because it's God's life breath in us that makes us draw that first breath so that's why i believe that those children that are born stillborn they get a free pass to heaven you know yeah do not pass go do not collect 200 dollars. but you get a free pass to heaven
1: yeah well ironically that's actually why some of the indigenous cultures um uh, and some cultures still don't value children as much and it like to the to western eyes it's like that's crazy but if you talk to them it's like why if they die they're just going right it,
0: their innocence, you know,
1: yeah. their, their innocence guides and guards them. Yeah. Uh, like uh, my, one of my favorite examples is Voudon. Not voodoo, voudon. And the reason why they, the reason why that their culture will protect adults more than children is because children don't need it. You know, it's adults that are cast adrift in the sea of oblivion. <laughs> children go right back to God. So it's like, wow, that's backwards, but also strangely enlightened. Mm -hmm. It's like mustard. It shouldn't taste good, but it does.
0: Well, you've heard the saying of preaching to the choir. You know, basically the people that show up in church, they aren't aren't the ones that need the preaching. It's the people that are lost. Yeah. Outcast or, you know, just feel like no one would ever understand them. Mm -hmm. You and I both have been there.
1: Indeed, we have. I mean, <laughs> you saved me.
0: Yeah. So, well, that was my, my joy and my honor.
1: Raymond posts a link to West African. Oh, and YouTube YouTube <laughs> took it down, and Ray, Ray is arm wrestling YouTube as we speak. Okay. Okay, so this is for Ray. Oh, now he's double posting it. Oh, get it, Ray. Get it, Ray. You can do it. He's winning. They're not taking it down anymore. Oh, Ray. He was posting links to West African Voudon. And I, I guess. Uh, I guess YouTube was like, "No, that's racist," and Ray's like, "No, it's not, man. Pow! Black Lives Matter." <sighs> and yes, Indeed. they do matter, and that's right there. Is that is mm. that is their culture? You get, you don't get to take it from them. Facebook. No. <laughs> Good job, Ray.
0: Indeed, way to fight fire with fire.
1: Today, my son has become a man. No, in all serious, toast to Ray. I was watching go blink, disappear, blink, disappear, blink, disappear. it's just cool. Yeah, leave that in for the YouTube. I think YouTube's going to be like, ha, take that, Facebook. <laughs> uh, let's see, Orishas. I, that word sounds familiar and I can't conjure. What does that mean? O-R-S-H-I-S. Oh. Never mind. He wasn't fighting Facebook. He corrected himself. You should have just taken the win. It was such a cool part of the show. Oh well. Thank you for being honest, Ray. I would rather you be honest than than get a cool good than get a cool show segment. But we're still gonna get a cool clip out of that. We're gonna clip that part. And then at the end But actually. <laughs> but thank you for being honest and on actually that was, that took more bravery. So still toast to Ray.
0: And you get would have been my so water. cool too. Toasty. With my bubbly water.
1: So yeah. Exactly, Ray. He says, but lying is against my religion. Wow.
0: Good. This will serve you well.
1: Honesty is more important than clicks. I'm actually getting misty with pride, my son. My son, my son. See, Ray's line then is, he goes, oh, dad, oh, dad. It's <laughs> oggy doggy and doggy-daddy. Oh,
0: those are old ones. Was that? Those are old references.
1: Oh, dude, we love the old Hanna-Barbera cartoons. You know, like Snidely Whiplash and, and Muttley? <laughs> All that hurt. Mmm
0: yeah
1: okay she says it's the pantheon deities to West African culture thank you that's why I that's why it was familiar but I couldn't quite conjure it I have not studied the African religions as deeply as I've studied you know native religions and you know the classics like Greek Nordic and things like I actually also haven't studied Irish religion and Irish mythology so it's not it don't think it's a race thing it's just it wasn't really it, it, those things weren't relevant to my mission. So it's like, you know, um, now I will get, I will tell you guys, there's a cool story. And, uh, David, I hope you are listening. David cross of David cross productions. I'm not sure if this is name dropping, you know, cause he's a, he's a director in Hollywood, but we were friends, you know, for a while mm-hmm. we, we, we became friends cause we both played star Wars galaxies and me and my wife and him and a couple of other friends, we all played together. And he actually befriended Shannon first and then she when she found out you know who he was, she introduced him to me and then we then we bonded because I'm a bigger Star Wars fan than her. She just liked the game. you know she liked Star Wars, but she liked you know not like me. Star Wars is my my religion Star Wars is I had to say it jokey that way you would know it was a joke. So anyway, uh, we, we was working with uh, David and David's been trying to get, and again, you can check David Cross Productions and if we could help him get his movies off the ground, that would be great. But he had the, he has a passion project where he has been trying to do for African religion what like, Clash of the Titans did for Greece, Greek religion. So we were, I, I had the pleasure of working with him on a few drafts of that project, all of which he rejected, but still. <laughs> so that was cool so yeah thank you very much and she mentions the yoruba yeah thank you thank you thank you i have not i have not studied the african religions and uh, belief systems as much as I, as I would like to have and Candace says, omission of the truth is still a lie and that's why no not that david cross no <laughs> okay um It is relevant to the story. It is not that David Cross. That David Cross is a famous comedian. Uh, I'm talking about David Cross of crossover films. Okay, uh, back up for a second. David Cross is very much not that David Cross. No, no, no. You were right to point that out. I had completely forgotten about the comedian, and he's one of my favorite comedians, even though he's an atheist. So yeah i i screwed that one up okay don't no, no, try to try to find crossoverfilms.com try try that mm-hmm. yeah my day the david cross i'm talking about is a very tall black man <laughs> that david cross is a is a relatively short jewish man no no you got nothing to apologize about right Yeah, David Cross is absolutely great. Um, you know, if you don't know who I'm talking about, think back to the Men in Black films. He's the the conspiracy theorist that manages to show up in each of the films, and then they have to re re wipe his memory. Like in the first one, he killed he was he's the guy in the morgue, and then in the second one, he's the guy he's living with the uh, with his girlfriend, and he's managed to figure out the Men in Black by watching old movies. So they have to flashy thing him, and I don't remember where he was in the third one. Oh, wow.
0: Flashy thing. Hmm. I sometimes wonder what it would be like to be flashy thing. What happened?
1: This is like a goddamn nightmare.
0: Did you just break your tooth?
1: Yeah, I got chunks of teeth, of tooth coming out right now while I'm live, unprepared,
0: taking a test.
1: Uh. Ow.
0: Get thee to a dentist.
1: It's the same one. It's the same tooth. So.
0: Yeah, you were supposed to have an oral surgery appointment. <sighs>
1: yes, Thomas. Thank you. That's the one. Ta- crossover Films Group. Thank you, bro. That is sharp, and it is cutting my tongue. Ow.
0: Why don't we stop for now, then?
1: Now we got 12 minutes. I'll, I'll be fine.
0: Why don't we stop for now, then? <gasps> Well, if you've earned the crown, why don't you wear it? Can I see that? (laughs) I've been wearing it the whole show. I just haven't shown it. Wow. Well, it helps with my posture, you know. Should I tell the story of the crown? and let you not talk for a few minutes and get that under control? Why don't you rinse your mouth? Yeah. So once upon a time, I braved the karaoke machine. And in braving the karaoke machine, I discovered that I really liked to do karaoke. So I found a place that did karaoke twice a week. And then I branched off into another karaoke adventure, and another, and another, and another. And then some very kind, very generous, spirited people said, we are doing a fundraiser, and we would love it if you would take your karaoke singing ability and do it on stage. I'm like, well, no, because then I'd be live singing, and and I'm a karaoke singer, and I, I can't do that. What if I forget the words? And they're like, oh, come on, you know the words. And I went, okay, this is something I'm going to need to work on. So I learned that if you rehearse a song 100 times, there is almost no way that someone, whether they are bringing up money or flowers or drinks or whatever it is to you, there is no way that they can derail you. So because of, I think, over 100 shows, I earned uh, the name of Lady Katie, Queen of Karaoke. And then that went to a competition back in 2000. And it was for Ms. Metropolitan Millennium. And I ended up winning it. Uh, I got first runner up first, but the winner of the contest couldn't do any of the required uh, fundraising, etc., that was necessary for that. So I was asked if I would please take on this role. And so I tried to give the crown back the next year, and they decided, no, I was an ambassador from that point on, and I am not allowed to give the crown back until the next millennium. And that's my story. How you doing now? Much better. Much
1: better. Okay. Much better. Uh, ironically, my tooth hurts a lot less now. Imagine it's- that.
0: Well, yeah, if a piece was sticking into your gum or something, ow.
1: Yeah. And by the way, folks, that's how you know I'm not some kind of phenomenal cosmic being, contrary to what I'm—if I was Jesus, my freaking teeth wouldn't be falling apart live on camera. But, you know, that's what it is. It is what it is. I'm 43 years old. Even the Mona Lisa's falling apart. So, Thomas says, not allowed to give thine own crown. Fair enough. Candace says, beautiful. I agree, Candace.
0: Thank you. I I am honored to wear it.
1: And it's absolutely gorgeous. I was gobsmacked when I first saw it.
0: You thought it was a filter.
1: I did. I did. I thought it was one of those cool camera filters. (laughs) Thomas says, phenomenal cosmic being. (laughs) Crumbly, crumbly toothies. Eeny, <laughs> bitty living space. Yeah, Candace says it's humbling. Oh yeah, you guard gosh darn right it is. But the show must go on, you know.
0: Indeed.
1: So, but you know, like I said, it's forty-three. We were homeless. I mean, quite frankly, I'm lucky. I've got as many teeth as I do. You know, yeah. like five years homeless at at this age. <sighs> so Can yeah. I
0: agree? my grandmother on my mother's side had a full set of dentures by the time she was 30. Ugh. Yeah, well, they survived the Great Depression, you know, yeah. so I'm imagining that there was probably some hunger issues, and that'll do damage to your teeth.
1: Yeah. It's tough on the teeth, but what the hell? Think you're poor. Think you're free. Follow me. Follow me. Unknown. Get down, get down, put the controller in your hand. That's not what this song is about. I can't remember <laughs> the actual, it's from Les Mis. It's it,
0: Oh, yeah. like, there's no controller in your hand.
1: No, no I well, actually the controllers, the controller's right here, actually.
0: Yeah, you can't hold a grudge.
1: Yeah, see, I told you guys, I need both hands for this controller. Exactly. Can't hold a grudge. No, I was trying to do uh, Gavroche. That he does, He opens uh, He he opens one of the verses to one of the most more powerful songs. But I was trying to do the parody. You know, how do you do? My name's Gavroche. These are my people. Here's my patch. Remember?
0: All I'm thinking of is the song that I know will make you reap like a child, and I will not do that to you Mm-mm. on a Monday.
1: Because I don't like Mondays. <laughs> hey Tater, yay! All right, guys, that's Tater. That that is the famous Tater from the Shadow Zone shows. It's good to see you. I, I posted the I posted the link into the Shadow Zone community so they could see the show. I found out yesterday none of them have seen Coffee Time. I'm like,
0: oh no, Mister.
1: Yeah, the show would probably get more viewers if I could remember to share it more often.
0: There is that.
1: But that's all right.
0: We can always share it retroactively.
1: See, now you say that, and I imagine going back in time to share it, and that might explain, like, the antithetical, never mind, the mechanism.
0: (laughs) Big red button.
1: Yeah, that's about right.
0: (laughs) All right.
1: Time? Uh, Actually, we're 20 minutes over. And uh, I was literally just about to ask you to wrap it up.
0: Awesome, how we just figure that stuff out.
1: More likely, I more likely I pay attention attention to the to your cues and then try to look smart.
0: That's all for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. Never forget that you are amazing. You are loved. Be well. Be safe out there, and we'll see you on the next show. Bye. Like and subscribe. That's all the time we have for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to hit that like button and share with your friends. We have a great many people to reach, but we are only as strong as our signal. The world can be a scary place, but you don't have to face it alone. We love you, everybody. Be safe out there.